Chapter 5 of Shaggy Man in Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nan Dodge. Shaggy Man in Oz by Jack Snow. Chapter 5 The Castle of Conjo. Hello! Twink! Tom and Twiffle stopped in their tracks. From out of nowhere had suddenly appeared a man of medium height, with rosy cheeks, twinkling blue eyes, shaggy hair, and clothing that, while it was composed of the finest silks and satins, was nevertheless a mass of shags and bobtails. Twiffle was so surprised he found it impossible to speak. Twink was regarding the stranger seriously. Suddenly, recognition lighted up her eyes. Oh, it can't be, the little girl cried. You just can't be the famous Shaggy Man of Oz. The Shaggy Man smiled. Don't know about the famous part, but I am known as the Shaggy Man, and until a few seconds ago, I was in the land of Oz. Oh, seeing you here made me think maybe this was a part of the land of Oz, said Twink, who had begun to hope since the moment she had recognized the Shaggy Man. Tom was regarding the new arrivals curiously. Yes, he said, you certainly do look just like your pictures in the books. How did you get here so fast? Magic? I suppose the land of Oz is quite a distance. Right, both times, replied the shaggy man. Ozma sent me here with her magic belt, and the land of Oz is many miles away from here. Why did Ozma send you? asked Twink. "'Oh, I have a little business with this Conjo fellow,' answered the shaggy man. "'You have business with Conjo?' Twiffle had recovered from his astonishment. "'Then you must forgive me for not greeting you more properly. "'It is so seldom we have visitors on the island.' "'Looks like you already have two visitors,' observed the shaggy man, staring at Twink and Tom. "'Yes, but they were expected, and invited,' pointed out Twiffle primly. However, since you have business with Conjo, and we are on our way to see him, there's no reason you should not accompany us. No reason whatever, agreed the shaggy man. I hope this Conjo has plenty of big red apples. Why? asked Tom. They happen to be my favorite food, that's all, explained the shaggy man. Led by Twiffle, the shaggy man and the two children were advancing over the meadow toward the castle of Conjo. The sun was now setting, burnishing the spires and turrets of the castle with rich hues of gold and copper. The shaggy man judged they had less than half a mile to travel to the castle doors. "'Don't you children think introductions are in order?' asked the shaggy man, since you seem to know me already. "'Well,' Twink began, "'this is Twiffle, who is a third cousin of Twoffle. Twiffle bowed briefly, and the shaggy man nodded. And this is Tom, and I am Twink. We live in Buffalo. Wait a minute, interrupted the shaggy man. How did you happen to get a name like Twink? Twink and Tom are not our real names, explained Tom. Our parents named us Abadiah and Zebediah. Why did they do that? asked the shaggy man indignantly. Well, Tom went on, they didn't expect twins. We are twins, you know. 
and they couldn't make up their minds what to name us. So they just picked names at the beginning and end of the alphabet. That's how we came to be named from A to Z. The shaggy man sighed. And then, Twink carried on, I began to toddle when I was supposed to still be crawling, and everyone called me Twink because I got from one place to the other in a twinkle. Tom got his nickname in a funny way, too. I have always been interested in everything mechanical and electrical, explained Tom. So when I was only two years old and took my toy phonograph apart to see where the little men and women who made the talking and music were, my father said, Why, you're a regular little Tom Edison. And so ever since then, I've been Tom. At least they are better than those other names, said the shaggy man. Conjo's castle loomed even larger, casting lengthening shadows as the sun lowered behind it. In a few more minutes, Twiffle had led them to a large door that was evidently the entrance of the castle. Hanging on the door was a sign which Twink, Tom, and the Shaggy Man read, Castle of Conjo, Working Wizard. This way, please, said Twiffle. The door opened at his touch, and they entered. All they could see was a vast corridor with doors on each side. At the end of the corridor was a handsome marble staircase that wound to the upper floors. Twiffle's little wooden feet pattered busily down the polished marble floor of the corridor until he came to an arch-shaped doorway upon which hung the sign, Quiet Wizard at Work. As they paused before this door with its strange admonition, the shaggy man and his friends heard a sound that reminded them of a buzzsaw. I wonder, ventured Twink, if Conjo is building some new magical machine. Twiffle disregarded the little girl's question and proceeded to push the door which opened as easily as had the door of the castle. Inside they found a vast domed room. All around the sides of the room was a series of tables, workbenches, and tall cabinets. The tables and benches were filled with every kind of chemical instrument imaginable, beakers, retorts, test tubes, hundreds of bottles of different kinds of colored liquids, crucibles, and a series of burners over which simmered vials and pots of chemical mixtures. From these rose vari-colored vapors, filling the room with a pungent haze. The cabinet shelves were crowded and jumbled with thousands of containers of various powders, ointments, and mixtures used by wizards in working their magic spells. One cabinet contained nothing but books of magic recipes and formulas, everything from changing people into doorknobs to curing headaches. The shaggy man and the children had scarcely glanced at all this array of tools and materials for working magic when their attention was drawn to a huge divan that rested in the very middle of the marble floor of the great chamber. This luxurious divan was covered with the softest and most expensive of rich velvet robes and comforts. Curled up in a ball in the midst of the blankets and downy satin-covered cushions was a little man. He was snoring. Twink almost laughed aloud. So this was Conjo, the working wizard. She realized now it was Conjo's snoring they'd mistaken for the sound of a buzzsaw. Twiffle seemed neither surprised nor disturbed to find his master sound asleep, 
the little clown trotted over to the handsome divan and seizing conjo by the shoulders shook him vigorously the shaggy man was grinning broadly and tom was holding a hand over his mouth to suppress his laughter sputtering and yawning conjo sat up on the divan since he was rubbing the sleep out of his eyes with his knuckles he did not see his guests for several seconds then he blinked yawned widely and smiling a little foolishly said well whiz my wand if it isn't twink and tom you already know us asked twink oh goodness yes replied conjo stretching lazily twiffle has been telling me about you for years ever since you were mere babies i let twiffle visit your friend twoffle in your home you know sent him there by my magic explained conjo proudly conjo was coming more awake every minute jumping june bugs he exclaimed as his eyes fell on the shaggy man i didn't tell twiffle to bring your father along or is this person your grandfather neither one said the shaggy man with an amused smile your magic had nothing to do with my coming here conjo i came of my own accord came from where demanded conjo and then went on before the shaggy man had a chance to answer you were shipwrecked that must be it of course you are a poor forlorn castaway a helpless victim of the deep and mighty ocean no contradicted the shaggy man i was not shipwrecked i came here from the land of oz conjo started the land of oz he exclaimed incredulously you mean the emerald city ozma dorothy the scarecrow the tin woodman scraps toto and then because he was out of breath the wizard concluded weakly and all of that i see you've heard of the land of oz said the shaggy man so perhaps you will know why i am here conjo who was a fat bald little man not much taller than twink or tom with a fringe of white hair about his pink head closed his little eyes placed a forefinger on his cherry-like nose and thought hard you will just have to tell me he said opening his eyes and staring appealingly at the shaggy man i don't have a single idea it usually takes several hours after i wake up before i get any ideas and it is so seldom that we have shipwrecks i told you the shaggy man reminded conjo patiently that i was not shipwrecked I came here from the land of Oz to ask you to do me a favor. A favor, said Conjo, thinking hard. Why, that is strange indeed. The last shipwrecked person who was here wanted me to do him a favor, too. He stayed several months and then wanted to return to his home. He asked me to make a boat for him. That was an easy trick, and because the fellow wasn't a bad sort at all, I made him a present. I gave him one of my newest creations, the love magnet. The love magnet, gasped the shaggy man. Don't interrupt, please, went on Conjo. Not polite, you know. This shipwrecked person tied the love magnet onto the mast of his boat and set sail. Last I ever saw of him. Understand he encountered a whale who, upon seeing the man and the love magnet, became so fond of the fellow that he ate him. Conjo wiped a tear from his eye. The shaggy man wasn't sure whether the wizard was serious or was poking fun at him. He decided to pretend, at any rate, that he accepted 
Conjo's absurd story, saying, "'Well, apparently the unfortunate man's boat was blown ashore, and an Eskimo found the love magnet, for it was an Eskimo who gave it to me, and I took it to the land of Oz.' "'My love magnet in the land of Oz?' exclaimed Conjo. "'No,' replied the shaggy man, "'not your love magnet, since you gave it away. "'It now belongs to all the people of the land of Oz. "'That is why I'm here now. "'The love magnet has been broken. "'The favor I ask you is to repair it, "'since you, its creator, are the only person who can do that.' "'Twink and Tom had been listening with deep interest to this conversation.' They had read about the love magnet, and they were surprised to learn that it had been broken. "'Of course, of course, my dear shaggy man, for I perceive that it is indeed who you are, quite famous personage of the land of Oz,' Conjo was wide awake now. "'I shall be most happy to mend the love magnet if it can be mended, but surely you don't expect me to do so important and difficult a feat of magic without, uh, let us say, uh, a reward. End of chapter 5「Looks like you already have two visitors,' observed the shaggy man, staring at Twink and Tom. 